So how do you go about finding a suitable property to buy? How do you find a property that you want to invest in that's going to make you money? We're going to talk about that today in this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Estate Revenue. Hey everybody, this is Paul Airy. Welcome to Real Estate Revenue. This is episode nine. Wow, uh, it seems like we just started this yesterday. Uh, we have uh, started to grow a little bit. We're having uh, listeners from all over the place. We have listeners from Germany, India, Japan, Canada, and of course the United States. Hopefully some of this information that I give out on this show uh, will actually be relevant to you guys in these other countries. Uh, I have been told that a lot of the tax rules that apply in the U.S. to investment properties also apply in other countries. In fact, in most other countries. I don't... don't uh, don't quote me on that. You know, ask your own tax advisors, your own CPAs, whatever you have in in other countries. Um, but I think in general, uh, I think in general that might be true. So, how do you go about finding a property? Well, that's a big question. Basically, uh, what I'm going to tell you today is that you need to work on becoming somewhat of a detective. Uh, this requires research and detective work and some legwork. If you happen to be a detective, great. You're going to do good in this business. Uh, you're also going to do good if you're good at uh, talking to people, making friends, uh, building relationships with people. The real estate business is a relationship business. Doesn't matter which part of the business you're in, if you're an agent, a broker, an investor, uh, uh, a builder, a subcontractor, you know, any of those things. It's a relationship business. And you have to build relationships. So we're going to start with uh, something that you need to be aware of. Many times you will find a property, get it under contract, get close to closing day, and sure enough, another property that you think is much better, a much better deal show up and you're going to wish that you had gotten that one. You're going to regret putting this one under contract. Uh, you're going to think, uh, oh, oh man, I really missed out on this really good deal. The thing is, just because you found a better deal or something you think is a better deal doesn't mean that the one you're, you're already involved in isn't a good deal. Here's the thing. I always tell this to, to my clients. I'm telling it to students. I'm telling it to uh, uh, coaching students, uh, mentoring students. Um, here it is. The deal of the century comes around about every two or three months. And it is that is exactly true. The deal of the century comes around about every two or three months. You're going to find something really spectacular uh, for every one of those deals of the century that you get, you're probably going to miss out on four or five others because you're involved in a deal already. You don't happen to have the cash at the time. 
don't sweat it. It's okay because another one's going to come along. There's always going to be somebody that wants to get out of their property, somebody that has to. They don't have a choice. Or uh, just, you know, some some people, is, they just get tired of it. And they want to get rid of it. Those deals are always going to be out there. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, uh, whatever market you're in, you're always going to find huge, fantastic opportunities somewhere at some time. So now with that said, how do you go about finding one actively looking for a property? Where do you look? Who do you talk to? First, let's talk about online. There are a couple of places online that I use. Well, one that I used to use, one that I use now. Uh, the first one is called LoopNet. LoopNet.com. It's owned by a company called CoStar. Uh, LoopNet is a commercial property listing platform. Uh, it's um, used by brokers agents, investors, to list properties, uh, buy properties, lease properties. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a listing platform for all commercial properties throughout the entire United States. Now, unfortunately, these platforms, to you guys in other countries, uh, you may have something similar in other countries. To the best of my knowledge, these sites do not operate outside the United States. If they do, it would probably be in Canada. Uh, but at the moment, I don't think they operate outside the United States. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure they do not. Uh, probably might have something to do with laws and you know different different real estate laws in different countries. So uh, you know, look around in your country, see if they if you're not in the U.S., look around, see if there's something similar to that. But so Loop, LoopNet will uh, host uh, listings for the people that want to sell their properties, all types of commercial properties. You know, the, there's the four major types that, of course, uh, you're going to see retail, office, industrial, and multifamily. But there are a lot of subtypes, tons of tons of subtypes. And uh, property types you probably never even thought about, like, special purpose properties like marinas and uh, churches and uh, um, RV parks, which kind of come under multifamily, but not really. Uh, properties like that, odd odd kind of properties that you wouldn't think, car washes, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so CoStar, as I said, owns LoopNet. CoStar went about buying up these companies here over the last 10 years or so, they bought LoopNet. Uh, they bought, uh, there's another one called, I believe it was bizbuysell.com, where you can sell a business, uh, an ongoing operating business. It's a business brokerage site. They have one for, I believe, for ranches, and they have one for, uh, strictly for apartments, I believe. And they also own, now they own 10X, which is, kind of an auction site for commercial properties. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the ads on TV. If you watch any of the business networks, uh, business news networks, I see them on Fox Business all the time. They're advertising that they, uh, you can buy or sell a building really fast. Uh, 
so it's it's an auction site, and, or at least it used to be, and uh, so that's also owned by CoStar. So I used to use LoopNet. It got too expensive, to be honest with you. It got to where uh, they were pulling back on some of the services they offered and raising their prices. Uh, and they could do that because they didn't have any competition at the time. There were a couple of other companies out there that had some sites, but they just weren't quite getting any traction yet. And then, two or three years ago, another site popped up. It's called Crexy. The story I heard was that it was started by uh, some software developers from Apple who broke away from Apple and set up this company to sell real estate. And it is a lot like LoopNet. It's a commercial listing platform. However, they are, in my opinion, offer a lot more than LoopNet offers. Uh, they, it's used by brokers, used by agents, used by investors. The difference is in with LoopNet, you can get a free account, but you don't have all the access that ever that the paid accounts do. With Crexy, it's an open marketplace. So if you're just a buyer, if you're just in there looking, and if I understand it right, because I'm not, I I have a paid account with Crexy because I'm a broker. But uh, if you're just an investor, you can go in and look at the same properties that I can look at. So that's the difference between Crexy and LoopNet, one of the differences. The other difference is price. Uh, Crexy gives you a lot more services for, for, for a better price than what you're going to get on LoopNet. So tens of thousands of brokers are switching over to Crexy, and they're getting really big and really successful. Uh, they provide a lot of marketing tools, some amazing stuff uh, in Crexy that, that you get in LoopNet, but it's a lot easier and a lot more in-depth in Crexy. And that's uh, Crexy is C-R-E-X-I.com, Crexy.com. So those are two places you can go online to look. Now you can, you know, you can do searches. You can set up search parameters and you can pick the city. You can pick uh, the property type, the property value, the land size, property age, all kinds of parameters, tons of parameters that you can choose. You can put in keywords. You can look for properties and opportunity zones. Uh, you can even... Uh, Look for uh, notes that are being sold. Uh, sometimes, when, you know, when people sell a property, they will owner finance it for the buyer, uh, and then they'll sell the note. Uh, there's also a marketplace on Crexy where you can look at notes for sale. Crexy is, in my opinion, the best one to go with, especially if you're not a broker. Uh, it's by far the best one to go with. So that is probably one of the number one places to look uh, is to look online at one of these platforms. You'll find all kinds of properties on these platforms. You can even look for uh, properties that are, you know, not all commercial properties when they're for sale, not all of them are, have been used as investment properties before. Some of them have been owned by the company that occupied them. So you may find vacant buildings on these sites. You're also going to find occupied buildings with tenants Rent-paying tenants, already all set up, ready to go. That's part of your research that you have to do to find a property. Now, not every property that is available is going to be on these sites. Not every property owner is actively looking to sell 
sometimes they are, but sometimes, you know, some of these uh, property owners don't know they want to sell until the opportunity is presented to them that they could sell it. So sometimes if you see a property you like, it's a matter of tracking down the owner and just asking, hey, do you want to sell it? I've done that. Some good response. And uh, just uh, not too long ago in the uh, town that we just moved into, I noticed a store near the, the old historic downtown area that was in operation, but it hadn't been open uh, we had been parking in front of the store to walk across the street and eat dinner. Uh, we'd been there a few times, and we noticed that the open sign was on, but it looked like it was closed. And I noticed a, a paper taped to the front door one time on the window. So I walked over and looked at it, and sure, sure enough, the owner had written this note and said, uh, you know, if you need anything, call me. I'll come down and meet you store well that was kind of a red flag for me that hey something's up with this place something's up with the owner uh so i called and left a message said hey i noticed your store's kind of kind of closed and uh you had the note on the on the window and i wondered if you might be interested in selling your building sure enough uh there's a woman that called me back i don't don't know if it was his daughter his friend or whatever but uh she called me back and she said, oh, this is amazing that you called because he was just thinking about what he's going to do with this building because he's been sick and he, you know, he needs to, needs to get out of it. And so anyway, that can turn out good for you. If you just track down the owner, ask him, hey, you want to sell it? You never know. They might want to. They might be looking to sell. So sometimes you can just see the property that you want, track down the owner. Tracking down the owner is not always as easy as what I just told you about. Tracking down the owner sometimes can involve some research, some detective work. So you have to go to maybe the tax record, tax records for the county, and look up the person. Uh, there's also uh, usually, usually in, uh, in at least in the state I operate in, in Texas, there are county will usually have a GIS map service on their website. And what that is, it's a satellite-based mapping system for the county. has all the property lines, all the different properties laid out, sectioned off. And you can click on one of those properties, and it'll tell you the tax account number, the owner's name. Uh, Sometimes it'll give you the owner's address. Uh, They don't give out phone numbers, but sometimes it'll give you an address. Uh, You never know. It might turn out to be somebody you know or somebody that someone you know knows, but every little bit of information like that that you can get will help you find the owner of that property. The GIS map site will give you, also give you uh, tax record account numbers. You can go on the county appraisal district's website, uh, usually look it up by address or by owner's name. Of course, if you have the owner's name, you don't need to do that. You don't need to be there in the first place. But the tax record can give you some good information on the property, too, like square footage and, and the age of the building, that kind of thing, how much land is there. And it will tell you if they're behind on their taxes or not. Uh, but you can go there and put in uh, either an address or that account, account number that you got from the GIS map site. You can put that in there and do a search, and it will come up, and you have uh, all the information there, uh, owner's name, Sometimes it'll be a company name. Very frequently, it will be a company name and an address. So you can 
if it's in town, you can go there. If, if not, you can send them a letter or however you prefer to contact them. Uh, sometimes sending them a letter works just fine, especially if they're out of town. That's one way. The other way is uh, just walk next door, ask somebody, hey, who owns that building next door? You'd be surprised how many times the person next door is the owner of the building you're asking about. Uh, especially if it's a business that's been there a long time, they may have been buying properties around them. And if it's a business, if it's a building that has a tenant in it, just go in and ask the tenant who owns the building. You know, if it's not them, then they may tell you, they'd probably be happy to tell you who it is. Uh, especially if it's somebody they don't like, you know, if they don't like their landlord, they might tell you who it is in hopes that you're going to buy it and be their new landlord. Another way that you can find properties is through brokers and agents. Brokers and agents are going to know what's going on in town. They have a feel for who's wanting to sell. They know these people. They've been building relationships with them. And this is why I was telling you that relationship building is extremely important in real estate. It is the number one thing you need to do in any part of the real estate business is build relationships with people. Networking, uh, it gets you information. Once you start knowing people like this, they'll call you up with deals. They'll call you up. If they know you're looking, they will seek you out. They'll call you and say, hey, what do you think about this kind of property? When you look for a broker or an agent, however, look for one that works with commercial properties. Best if you can get one that only does commercial properties. Nothing against residential agents. I work with with a lot of them. I collaborate with them. We help each other. But if they are not in the habit of doing commercial properties, they're not the ones you want to deal with to help you find a commercial property. Now, they can occasionally help you find one. It doesn't hurt to tell them that you're looking but they're not going to have their finger on the pulse of the commercial real estate business in your town like a commercial agent will. Uh, Someone who exclusively does commercial properties or even a residential agent that divides their time between commercial and residential. There are a few of those that are very knowledgeable in commercial, and depending on the size of your town, that might be all there is to go with. But uh, if you're in a good-sized town, if you have you know, fifty to 100,000 people in your city, there's going to be a commercial agent or a commercial broker somewhere. So look for those people. Uh, if there's more than one brokerage that does commercial, ask around and see which one you want to deal with. Um, you know, You may or may not like the person. Uh, you need to find, you need to do some, some vetting of these brokers and agents because you want to find someone that you can work with. Uh, a good place to go for that, to, to get a referral is, is a banker. A banker that does commercial real estate loans will know these agents usually. Uh, and that's why I became friends with my banker because I wanted him to know. Uh, and now it's, now it's her. Uh, but I wanted them to know me. So that when someone comes to them and asks for a referral for a, for a commercial agent, they'd give them my name. 
and hopefully steer them away from the other guy, which happens. So, um, so brokers and agents, good sources, uh, just, uh, use them the correct way, get the right ones, uh, get ones that have the, the commercial experience and then just build some friendships, build some relationships with people, go out and, uh, uh, meet people. Uh, if, if you have a, any kind of business at all, join the Chamber of Commerce because they have these monthly, usually have these monthly mixers where you can go meet all the business people in town and they know people and the Chamber of Commerce people know people. And the uh, uh, in a lot of the towns I work in, they have economic development corporations that are uh, set up to, usually run by the, somebody in the Chamber of Commerce, they're set up to attract business to, to the to the city or to the area. Uh, those people are, are fantastic people to know. Uh, get to know them, and 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 then, like I said, your banker. Get to know them. They they know, and even get to know more than just your banker. Get to know other people's bankers. Um, they know people. They they know people with money. They know people with property. They know people that want to sell property, and they know people that need to sell property in a desperate way sometimes. Uh, if you get to know them, sometimes they'll call you up and say, hey, I got somebody who's about to lose their property. You want to buy it? And, you know, do it. You know, go for it. That's that's a good source of information. There are always creative ways to find properties, always ways to uh, that you can come up with to, to find something for sale. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to look... Uh, be innovative, creative, listen to other people besides me. I don't know everything, so I'm sure there's some people out there who have uh, come up with other ways uh, to do things, uh, sometimes better, sometimes not. Uh, so look around, listen to more than just one source. That's about it for this episode, and I uh, uh, hope to see you guys in the next episode next week or sooner. 